The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Dan Dan, a board game man with this week's Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. Each episode, I'll give you a topic for a list, and I'll give you my picks for the top five games of that list. This week is our second of design groups. The last time I covered Matt Riddle and Ben Pitchback, or the Fleeples, as I love to call them. And this week, I'm going to do another one of these groups of people that I just absolutely love all the games that they have put out. This, great, this week, it's called... Akitoka. Now, this is a design group uh, from Italy. Uh, they had a group of inventors that they list as back in 2001. They came together in an Italian game convention and they wanted to put a lot of different games together themselves and they wanted to be the kind of de- design collective uh, that they can do you know, do things together better than they could working alone. And they took the name Akitoka, which means whose turn is it uh, in Italian? And it was born by as they were playing the game. So as they were playing a different game, they heard that term and they thought it would be great subliminal advertising in order to, you know, when you hear the word Akitoka uh, in Italian, when you say uh, whose turn is it, that would be, oh, they would think about this design collective. Now, this collective includes Flamina Brasini, Virginio Gili, Stefano Loperto, Antonio Tinto. Now, I also believe that we can include Danielle Tashini and Simone Luciani, which are both uh, usually involved with designing games with this group. So I kind of going to throw them in there as well. So it's basically this, you know, these big collective of this, the, uh, the Italian designers. I think they're all Italian, uh, but it's Italian design group. What I love about all of these games that they have put out is they're all pretty heavy. So if you're into heavy Euro games, this is going to be the list for you. Now, this is also going to be a list of games that are about an hour and a half to anywhere to three hours long in some of these games. So again, if you're a Euro player anyway, you kind of know this uh, going in there that these are going to be heavier games. But boy, oh boy, do I absolutely love every one of these games. Just about anything they put out, I do love. Now, let's start off the list. Number five, I'm going to start off with uh, Grand Austria Hotel. This was from 2015. Plays in pretty much, like I said, about an hour and a half to two hours, two to four players. And again, this is a mid to heavier game. This one was from specifically Virginio Gili and Simone Luciani. Now, in this game, you're basically an owner of, the, well, a Grand Austria Hotel, and you're trying to get all your, you're trying to do business and get the, the best uh, people coming to your hotel and, you know, in your cafe, and you want to make it world famous. Now, the start player is going to roll the dice. You're going to sort out by the number rolled, and you're going to put them into corresponding action spaces. Now, you're going to choose one of the six actions. And depending on how many of the dice that are there, that's going to determine kind of the strength of your action. And then you're going to get the, the, the income or the things that you'll get from that action. And then you'll carry out other actions. Now on your turn, you're trying to, you know, play also play some cards. You're kind of increasing your cafe, increasing the different things in your hotel, putting different amenities in your hotel 
to attract, you know, kind of the best clientele that you want or specific clientele for the different points. Uh, there's a bunch of different cards in the game. So the setup is a little bit diff different each time. A lot of good replayability value. And I really love the depth to this one. The only downside that people complain about, I didn't really notice it when I played it with four people. Now the game plays kind of serpentine. So the first player in a round, it goes from one to four. And then a fourth player gets their uh, action as well. And then it goes back to four to one. So if you do kind of get the one or two uh, actions in, you know, the first or second action in a round, you could be sitting there a little while. Now, to me, you're kind of, since it is a little heavier, you're thinking about what you want to do on your turn anyway. So I really don't, uh, you know, I really don't mind it myself, but some people have complained and then say to just kind of stick in that sweet spot of about three players. That is Grand Austria Hotel. Number four, we're going to go with Zolkin, the Mayan calendar. This is a little older. It's from 2012. Uh, this is really cool. This is from Simone Luciani and Daniela Tashini. Uh, this is out by CGE or Czech Games Edition. Uh, and it's going to be a game where, again, you're going to have a little more heavier Euro. So this is looking at about two hours here, uh, you know, a mid to heavier weight Euro game. Now, what you've got here is the five gears of kind of the Mayan calendar out there. And as the middle gear uh, rotates, now you're, the whole game is going to be basically one full revolution of the middle gear. It's also connected to five other smaller gears, which each do different things. Now you're going to, I like to call this one worker takement because you're either putting your workers out or taking them all back. So if you have no workers in your hand to use, then you've got to take them all back. So you're putting a worker out, you're getting things like corn or extra workers or uh, got, moving up on the different God tracks and getting different uh, resources as well to build the different cards and to help you get more workers or to get these crystal skulls. Now throughout the game, as you pull your worker off, depending on where you pull them off, there are actually spaces, which you do different things. So there's, uh, you know, the different uh, gears do different things. There's kind of like a corn, more action space. There's another resource kind of gear, another gear, which is uh, geared more towards kind of going up the, uh, the guide tracks. And another gear, which is basically more for where you are going to pull the crystal skull. When you put your worker on there, the further it goes, when you have to spend the skull, you get a lot more points and a lot more things for the gods. The really, really good, real thinky, uh, a lot of fun game. If you want to try this one out, it is available on Board Game Arena to try out. And it does play very, very well on there. So that's kind of a, one of those you can try before buy. Probably look at this one at about $50 as well. Pretty much all these games are going to be right around that $50 to $60 range. Grand Oster Hotel was that as well. So that was Zulkin, the Mayan calendar, also an, an excellent expansion available for Zulkin. Number three is going to be Coimbra. Now, Coimbra came out in 2018. This was kind of my game of the year back in 2018. This is from Flamina Brasini and Virginio Gili. Uh, this is put out by Eggert Spiel, and I believe Plan B puts it out uh, over here in the US. Two to four players plays in, again, about an hour and a half to two hours, and a heavier weight Euro game. What's really cool about Coimbra is, again, it's using dice in really, really cool ways. Uh, you're going to have kind of the, the different dice will be out there that you're going to be drafting the different dice, and depending on the cards that you're getting as you're kind of drafting these dice and using them, the cards will determine what you're able to do. There's also kind of, uh, and also kind of the different tracks. So the different cards, uh, the different dice that you do draft will get, you know, the color of the die will correspond to one of the other tracks. There's also kind of another part of the game where you're kind of moving your person around the city. And then as you're leaving your influence marker, you'll get other actions or other influence or points and stuff like that too. Again, there's a million things going on, which is just Ah, so great and meaty in Coimbra. And I just love kind of the different worker placement and using those dice. Anytime you can use dice as workers, it's just it's just awesome. So this is a really, really fun game. Uh, check this one out, Coimbra. I'll spell this one C-O-I. 
M-B-R-A, that's Coimbra, uh, which is, uh, you know, is available now. And that is the number three game. Number two is a game I've kind of mentioned on other kind of heavier lists. Lorenzo Il Magnifico. Boy, this is another, again, one of my favorite games. I really love every one of these games. Lorenzo Il Magnifico, again, which is really cool. This design team kind of likes to use dice in very creative ways. This one came out in 2016, two to four players, also an expansion available for this one. This plays in about an hour and a half to two hours. And this one is from Flamina, Brissini, Virginio Gili, and Simona Luciani, and available from Cranio Creations. And Simon is, or Come On, is who puts it out here in the States. Um, and it's going to be hard for me to spell this one, but Lorenzo Il Magnifico, just kind of as it sounds, uh, is how it's spelled out there. But again, in Lorenzo Il Magnifico, you have kind of your own uh, player board in which you're kind of drafting different cards or kind of acquiring cards from this this display. There's going to be four different uh, towers in a display, and there'll be uh, dice that'll be rolled at the beginning of the round. Everybody will have kind of uh, these discs that you'll use, and depending on the color of your disc, you're going to be using the certain die that's associated uh, with that, you know, with that disc, and you'll be using it in the different columns to draft other uh, cards to put in your display. Now, there are cards that do kind of immediate effects. There are cards that will do end game effects. And you're also got these different cards that will give you kind of, uh, they're kind of famous people cards are all kind of inventors and people throughout history, uh, very popular people cards are kind of the, what they call the leader cards. And as you get a certain threshold of different cards into your tableau, you will be able to use that leader card and they're pretty powerful. Uh, and they kind of come into play even more so in the expansion, which uh, is a must buy for me. The game itself is amazing, but it is kind of a, you know, the expansion is really good. Now it's, uh, you know, you're using the different, uh, also using the dice to uh, kind of what I call kind of running your engine. You know, as you get certain cards in one of these two different engines, depending on the number on your die, you're going to be running this, uh, one of the two different engines and you'll get other resources or other, you know, you also get some piety on the piety track. And if you have to have a certain amount of uh, kind of holiness or piety to, for the, to not anger the church, because if you anger the church, you get these excommunication cards, which are not good, man. They are really just devastating when you're playing a game because they can give you, they can keep you from getting points in other ways or using other actions. They're just hard. So you always want to get up that piety track or Hey, some people just ignore it altogether and just kind of get to the end of the track and don't turn in for the piety because you get a lot of points on that track. So there's a lot of things going on here. Your typical heavy Euro where there's a million ways to score points and a million different things going on there. So, but you are, you do have that worker placement and kind of dice workers, uh, drafting dice. I mean, drafting cards, uh, playing your tableau. Man, there's so many things going on, but it is such an amazing game. Lorenzo Il Magnifico at number two. Number one is Agizia. Now, this is uh, E-G-I-Z-I-A, or uh, the newer version, which is Agizia Shifting Sands, which is put out by Stronghold Games. Uh, kind of the old one is kind of out of print, but you may still be able to find it. Now, Agizia, two to four players, plays an hour and a half. Again, heavier to, uh, you know, heavier weight Euro. This is a little lighter than some of the other ones on this list, but still that mid to heavyweight Euro. And this one was, I think this was kind of their main game that Akitoka put out first back, uh, even though I think the original Agizia was released in 20, uh, 2009, and a new one was just put out last year. Again, it's Flamina Brissini, Virginio Gili, Stefano Luperto, and Antonio Tinto. Uh, and again, a new one is out by Stronghold Games. What's really cool about Agizia, this is kind of one of the first games to do worker placement in this really cool way. So you do have kind of the Nile River uh, where you're kind of going down 
the as you go down a river placing your worker or your boat different places, you cannot go back up river. So you have to make some very important decisions on where you're going to put your boats. So as you're going down river, you can't go back. There are cards that let you, as usual, uh, you can just kind of, uh, you can cheat. You know, we call them cheaty cards. So you can break the rules a little bit by cards in a game like most games. Uh, but you will be putting your uh, workers, your boats out there. And as you're kind of doing different actions with these boats, you're going to be kind of building the pyramids, uh, building the obelisks. Yeah, uh, there's also the I think the Sphinx is out there. Is oh, I'm sorry, the Sphinx is the Sphinx cards that'll be out there. But you're building different things and also kind of getting your workers up on different tracks. So as your workers go up, you'll need more stone to pull off these building, uh, you know, the building action. So you want to be able to have your stone up there. You need to feed your people, which I'm not a big feeding your people fan in games, but it's not really that hard because you get these cards, which will depending on if. Uh, there's also kind of the, depending on where this kind of the sun, this one sundial is, there's kind of a green, kind of a yellow and a red marker where this dial can go. And depending on what cards you have, they feed more in different areas. So you can kind of get into this tug of war in a different area. So sometimes you may have these fields, the different fields you have with different colors on there. So if you have a green field, it'll work in pretty much any of them. Uh, but you know, red field will only work in, a, in, in, in the red. So the, depending on where that, that sundial is, will be, uh, depending on how you can feed them. But again, it's not that hard to feed your people. But there's so much going on here. I believe you only play over, uh, I think there's five rounds in the game. Uh, really cool. Gets a lot of real fun things to do on there. And there's a couple other tracks that you're going up to get different, you know, feeding or more stone and different points there. And a new game kind of adds this other way with the obisks to get more player powers. Uh, there's more ways to turn in kind of your, uh, the resources in the stone and things like that. So the new game does, you can actually, with the new version, can play the classic version or you can play the new version, but either way is really, really good. Uh, Agizia or Agizia Shifting Sands, just an amazing game put out by Akitoka. So there you've got my top five games from Akitoka. Uh, Grand Austria Hotel, Zulkin of Mayan Calendar, Coimbra, Lorenzo Il Magnifico, and Agizia. Thanks for joining me today on this week's Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. If you have any questions, please tell me your favorite games by Akitoka. Uh, you can comment on this episode on Majorspoilers.com or go to the site for tons of great podcasts by or content by Stephen and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. You can also contact me. I am Dan Dan, the board game man. You can find me on Twitter at GeekJockBlog or on the Geek All-Stars podcast or as a contributor to TMSPM where I do a board game segment with Scott and Brian. I'll be back in a couple more weeks for some more Top 5 goodness. But until then, hey, grab one of these really heavy board games and play them with your family and friends at home because it's a good way to kill a good afternoon and just get a good workout in with your brain. But until then, have some fun with your family and friends. We'll see ya. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.